bigger picture just to fit in The universe loves it when we act like children And you're not above it, nobody is If you want a lover, we'll never be friends Sometimes you gotta be gold like the snow I can't have you hanging around me if you won't let me grow Cut you off, you ain't family and you blow It's your loss, scars in it from the pain that you cause No one knows where it goes from here Pack up my bags and throw out the fear Live in the moment and hold it clear Cause after this show you won't know what's real Welcome to the People's Podcast. Here's your host, Jordan McCore. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the People's Podcast. Like Peter said, I'm your host, Jordan McClure. And joining me, as always, like I just said, Peter Nab. Peter, how are we doing today, my friend? I am doing good. Uh, I'm about to go on, uh, and I guess we'll get to this later in the episode because no, we can get we can get to it now. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna be going on a exciting, uh, exciting journey, um, exciting journey to Chicago here very soon. So, and what are, what are you going to Chicago for? The sweet, the sweet sixteen, baby. Ooh, the sweet sixteen, buddy boy. March Madness has been. Popping off. And so you're going to watch, again, who is it? Iowa State, Miami. Brady wants you to wait, root for Iowa State, so you know you got to root for Miami. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to root for Miami because... So you, so you know you got to root for Miami. And and especially considering the fact that Brady told me to stand during... Uh, during Speaking of which, I guess we could plug KBS. Go listen to me and Peter also on Kickback Sports, anywhere you consume podcasts. Peter, how do you feel about Kickback Sports so far? Are you having fun with it? Yeah, that? I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a good group of um, it's a good group of guys. Um, funny kind of how I, I like like all, like the show the the shows I've really gotten like the podcasts I've really gotten involved in have all been have have been people that I've met through you. It's kind of funny how. Yeah, I mean, that is kind of funny. Uh. <laughs> it's just I got. I mean, it's not. They weren't all my ideas. Kickback Sports was Brady's idea. Uh, FTP was Zach's idea. So they weren't really they weren't really my ideas. But I mean, I I do I do know people, so I do make connections for other people. Yeah, and the and here we are with our own show, also. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely root for Miami, not only because, uh, not only because uh, Brady wants Iowa, but because he, <laughs> but because he told me to stand for for. Yeah. So what I was tra- what I was trying to say was that we have a we have a text message between for Kickback Sports and uh, in there Brady was saying what you guys don't stand while you're recording amateurs, and then Peter said. I think I. What was my exact quote? I don't even you're know. Ne- you're like I'm. Well, I promise. You said I promise you, and you yeah, could I, promise. And I promise. I promise you, I will never stand for an, for a podcast episode. And Brady replied with a uh, with like that uh, meme where it's Jay Z, like like the yikes face, and someone's like pulling Jay Z out the room, and then Homer Simpson like going in the bushes. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking funny, dude. And then uh, I, I love the group chats. And did you see? I replied with boxing. I, yeah. I knocked him out. Yeah, you knocked him out with a wheelchair. <laughs> um, yeah, Peter but... do that, dude. I've seen him hop off the wheelchair real quick, dude. Don't yeah. Think he won't. Yeah, so, anyway... Um, yeah, so I just... I just found... up on you. Wait, who else plays besides... Uh, um, I was saying Miami. It is... Candace... Candace and Purdue. Can- Candace? Candace Owens? Shout no, out Candace no, Owens, by the way. No, uh, the Jayhawks... Candace... The Kansas, yes, the Candace J Jayhawks. You keep saying Candace. No, I don't. No, yes, I don't. You do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You better not edit that out. I better. I better hear Candace when I listen and hear Peter say Candace. The Jayhawks. The Jayhawks. The Jayhawks. The Jayhawks from the Where state. Ne- the, 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 where are they from, where are they from, Peter? The Jayhawks. <laughs> the, Say the state. The Jayhawks from the state next to Missouri. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you know your geography. Name it. 
<laughs> Congratulations, bro. I memorized where the states were when I was in first grade, too, and now I can't remember because I smoked too much weed. But that doesn't matter, does it? Can you name it? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Who do they play? Providence? Yeah. Yes. The Jayhawks. <laughs> the Jayhawks play Providence. The Friars. Yeah. Dude, who... Listen, I did not expect the Friars to be this far. Providence? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, you can say that one, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, because it's not close... To, because it's not close to a conservative media personality. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. We do fuck with Candace on the show. Speaking of politics, man, you got... You got uh, we are. We're, we're, what do we call this? What do where we call do, this? Uh, where do the where do the royal where do the royals play in Major League Baseball? Kansas City. Okay, that was you. You said it, I was trying to see if you said Kansas. No, uh, Peter, come on now. I pronounce well sometimes. Depends on how stoned I am. Sometimes. Let's be, let's be, yeah, let's be honest here. It depends on <laughs> depends on how how tall I am. If I'm seventh floor, then. <laughs> Uh, then I'm, you know, I'm doing okay. But if we're like the 10th floor, 13th floor, yeah. It's been a while since I've been on like the 20th floor, so we're being good. We're being good. I haven't been like on the 20th floor since college. And this is why you didn't finish college. Well, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, joking. You're not, you're not, no, yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely 100% part of the reason. I Listen, I don't, you know me, I don't. I don't hold anything against anybody who doesn't finish college because I think, because I think, I mean, I got good grades. I just was like, why do I got to go to class if I'm getting good grades? And then it's like, well, you don't go to class. Here's 10% of your grade, 10% of your grade, 10% of your grade and 10% of your grade. That's a D. Yeah. Congratulations. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Well, I, I, again, and I've gone on rants about colleges, including that college from, from the uh, from the state next to um, Missouri, um, <laughs> which, which I Candace uh, can't. <laughs> you tried. He tried. Hey Peter, I gave you. I gave you credit for trying. I gave you credit for trying. Go ahead. Candace. Can, Candace. Kansas City. Kansas okay, yeah, City, you, Missouri. <laughs> you you can you can say that, but you can't say Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, if you if you didn't know about Candace Owens, then you, you probably you do. well. If you didn't know about Candace Owens, you probably wouldn't been able to tell tell the difference between her name and uh... Kansas City. Yeah. Yes. Kansas City. Yeah. Well. Oh, it's pretty. I still think I said it right the first time. I think you no, missed you, it. You did. You, you, you wouldn't. Would the listeners go back and listen? Listeners, <laughs> click this and tweet at Peter on Facebook. Get at Peter on Facebook. At Peter Nab and say, Peter, here you go. This is proof. You said Candace. And then tag Candace Owens in it. We'll get Candace Owens on live from Candace City. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was that was good. <laughs> I, I think I think you say Kansas that time. <laughs> okay, this is this has been an, inter- an yeah, interesting first well, ten well, minutes. Uh, yeah, well, 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 we're we're on the topics of politicians. Uh, this is what I was trying to get to a little like two minutes ago before we went on the. So anyway, I'm thinking about Kansas. So any, anyway, <laughs> you're traveling to Chicago to watch Iowa play Iowa State play Miami and Kansas play Providence. We're hoping, we're hoping Iowa State, Brady's hoping Iowa State beats Miami. We, over here on the People's Podcast, are hoping that Miami beats Iowa State. So Brady's dead in the water. Yep. And he can't, and he can't pull a miracle and win his own bracket. Just because. Sorry, Brady, we love you, but it is what it is. Well, the only way I want him to win is if he's going to split it with the show, which I know he... If he's going to split it with well, the he's going to split it with John because they, they, they put up the money, so. Well, 
Okay, <laughs> but you I, don't know. You don't want him to win. But I want. Okay. But I want to cut. I, I want to cut. Man. <laughs> I want to cut. It's okay. He's on the cut. I guarantee. You. We'll clip this. Send it to Brady, and he'll get, get you a cut. I bet he's gonna be like, "No, fuck Jordan, now, dude. He wants Miami to lose. Fuck it. Uh, we'll have to get this out tomorrow. I want. But I want. Yeah. I want Brady to do well only if I get a commission. <laughs> only if I get a commission. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You looking forward to that, Pete? What time do you leave? Uh, two fifty nine a.m. Friday morning. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Hopefully, we could get this out tomorrow, three twenty four. I don't know what Peter's got going. Yeah, on. March twenty third. Okay, um, well, yeah. Um, just just to clarify, three twenty three. I should have said it was the cheapest site of all the sites for me to get to. I mean, it wasn't extremely cheap, but it was by it was by far the cheapest site for me to get to. And stay at. I'm not going to be staying for the uh, for the elite eight. I'm just going to go to the doubleheader on Friday. So uh, I'm 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 really looking forward to to that. And like I said on Kickback Sports, I'm hoping that the first game in Chicago goes to like triple overtime. Yeah, uh, that'd be pretty cool. Because I want because I want to you see want as to much basketball. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see as much as I. As much as I possibly can. Also, they've dropped the. It's kind of interesting. They've they've dropped the, they've dropped the vaccine mandate at um, at the United Center finally, but they. Oh, speaking of which, that happened today. They dropped the vaccine man. They're saying they're dropping the vaccine mandate on Thursday for, um, like the Barclays Center and stuff like that in New York. Also, oh, nice. for athletes. <clears throat> they yeah. said it's they said it's for athletes to go to work. Like, okay, so what the fuck? Only athletes? Only athletes that are unvaccinated can go to work. What about all the workers that are unvaccinated? They can't go to work or have they been going to work this whole time and you're just saying nothing? Like you're still pushing this, but you know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm being honest, I'm unvaccinated. I've been going to work this whole time. Yeah. I'm yet to catch COVID. So, I mean, am I just, am I just a scientific miracle or? No, I don't think so. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so we're just we were just doing nonsense this whole time. I don't think it started as nonsense, but I think after, I think like after two months, I there think, is nothing to fear except fear itself. I think, I I think like after two months, I think they, um, I think we knew much earlier how to how to treat this virus, and everyone was just. Everyone was just in a complete panic that was completely unjustified. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so the the weird thing is, I I think my my hostel, you know, my hotel st- still requires um, proof, um, still requires proof of vaccine. So I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna take it. I'll just, never be able to stay in some like something like that. It's ironic. Yeah. Well. Um, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't, I don't think it'll be much longer. I mean, Chicago is really, yeah, but Chicago's they they say that about like the, the airports after 9-11, you know? Uh, but the airports after 9-11 in terms of the emergency uses, airport security, emergency uses, those things, those things didn't have a, a massive impact on the, uh, hold on, let me, let me finish. Let me, sorry. A massive impact on the ability for some areas to make money and some areas to not make money when it came to flying. So, in other words, what I'm saying is, if every place around the country was acting that way, mm-hmm. then I would agree with you. That then, then, then it's going to be a while, if ever, before they finally drop this stuff. But because there are so many states that have dropped it, eventually, eventually, these states that do have it are going to say. No, no, no matter how crazy they are on, you know, on trying to stop COVID or whatever, um, these states that do have it are going to say, "Hey, we're losing out on a lot of money because people are, you know, instead of instead of taking a summer trip to Chicago, you know, they're they're going down mm-hmm. to a, a state that doesn't have, you know." Yeah. So I, I get what you're saying. So eventually, what I'm saying is, eventually, economic incentives are gonna mm-hmm. are gonna win out here. 
those are going to force the cities and, and states that still have this kind of stuff I just, to, to, yeah, ma- to make changes, you know? I, I get what you're saying. I just think that, like, because they tried to force companies to force people to get vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Like, they literally are trying, they tried to do it and it didn't pass. It's just a matter of time before they try again. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then it's like, you know, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's right now, yes. Right now, it's up to states. But then when the federal government says companies have to mandate this, then what? Like, I think it's just going to be a question of numbers then. In, in other words, if there are enough businesses who say, fine, go, not, fine. go ahead and, yeah. Yeah, fine, go ahead and, go ahead and you know, I'd, I'd like to see you try, you know. Yeah. Like, I, like, I think... I don't, I don't want it to come to that, obviously. I'm just... And I get what you're saying, I think, and I think that's where it's heading. I think that's why they're releasing this for just athletes. But then if they're just... That's why I'm questioning why is it just athletes, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, why aren't they repealing it for everyone? Because at this point, what, is, what science shows that we should keep any of these restrictions? None. Exactly. So why do we have any of them other than to keep them there for control's sake? And I mean, it, it makes COVID made a bunch of people money. Like there is like there was incentives to get people on on ventilators. There's incentives to have people die of COVID because the hospitals got more money for it. So it's like there, there was like a, a bunch of money being made. It was a bunch of. Rich got richer, poor got poorer. People, they're calling it like one of the greatest changes of wealth in in human history. Sorry, not human history, but in modern history, like American history. One of the greatest exchanges of wealth between like the the lower middle classes to the rich. Yeah, and one thing that's not helping with that right now is uh, is you know gas prices. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Which mean, is why I mean, I'm I'm not trying to rub it in anyone's face. I'm just saying I'm glad I work like a, not even a mile away, like a quarter mile away, so I could walk to work. It's funny when you know, because I'm because I'm because I mainly do uh, buses. When the gas prices were, you know, like back in the Trump administration, when the gas prices were like, you know, one eighty, you know. At some points in the Trump administration, I think they were like 180. Um, then, then it was actually, you know, slightly more expensive to to take public transportation certain places than if you were to drive. Now, public transportation is a great bargain because they haven't, um, you know, crossed my fingers. RTA hasn't raised the uh, raised the prices yet for for buses, so. Uh, because of the price of gas, I'm actually saving money that way. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um, but uh, but I can't but I can't drive anyway. So getting to Chicago on a, on a train is very cheap too. Um, uh, because well, Amtrak is actually you know partially funded by the federal government, so that's one reason. It'd be I, a lot easier if you just opened up a pipeline. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. And it could create some jobs. People can make some more money, get the economy stimulated. It's almost as if they're purposely waiting until someone else comes along to do it all, to be a savior, to look like a savior. I don't know. When That's I, just my take on it. It's interesting. When I left when I left Miami, um, because as you know, I was stuck in, and you know, we didn't talk about this on the podcast, I don't think, because we, uh, we haven't done one sense but as you know i was stuck in miami for a little bit and i and the only option i had was to take a really expensive flight to get home uh, because otherwise i was going to be spending a bunch of extra nights um in miami which was going to be extremely expensive because it was spring break but anyway as i was leaving miami and heading to the airport was the the first time i had seen five dollar a gallon gas for unleaded, you know, regular, or at least I haven't seen $5 a gallon gas here in Cleveland. Um, but but I did see $5 a gallon gas as I was leaving Florida. So, um, Knock on wood, we haven't seen it here. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> knock, um, on, knock on wood, we haven't seen it here. Uh, 
I don't really have wood. I think this is some sort of plastic, but... Yeah, I think um, I have fake wood here, so hopefully it's good enough. Yeah, um, but but the... Um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that trip to... Uh, to Chicago, like I said, I'm taking I'm taking an Amtrak train both ways uh, to to save money because I I I decided that if I was gonna go to um, to Chicago, I was gonna do it on an Amtrak both ways, which which means essentially that I'm spending the entire day in Chicago on Saturday, but um, but I'll have stuff to watch and and find stuff to do before I leave. Because uh, I don't leave Chicago till 9.30 on Saturday night. What you say? Oh, that you only meant well. Well, of course you did. What you say? That it's all for the best. Because it is. What you say? On today's, what the fuck did you just say? You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people died, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's gonna be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. Anyone that knows me knows <laughs> exactly what I'm about to say here. Just go back and listen to George Bush Sr. talking about the new world order. We will achieve it, and when we do, Joey Bag of Donuts don't scare me. We too strapped out here in America for the New World Order to ever work. I mean, listen, they got Klaus Schwab out there talking about there's going to be a huge internet blackout. Dude, like, let let the internet shut down and let people go outside for a little bit. Like, I, like they do not understand the will of the human being. They got all this technology and they got all this data on us. Shut it down for fucking two weeks. People will go right back to farming and shit. I will you say... You don't think that people will do that? They will. 20 years ago, I would have said, yeah, I I, I agree with you 100%. You know, fi- or, you know, even... Or maybe even 10 or 12 years ago, I would have, I would have said, yeah, I agree with you 100%. I do think there is something to be said for, you know, people... People are so incredibly reliant on the technology that we have now our generation and the generation that's that's just slightly younger than us we are mm-hmm. so much of our generation is so reliant on 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 being able to check stuff instantly being able to go on the internet being able to interact with everything on the internet do everything around technology that and, I, yeah that I if again, if this had been like, if this had been like 2005 when when YouTube was just coming on board, yeah, I would I would agree with you 100 percent. But 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 our society has been so consumed by technology. I would like to think that people would just go back to farming and and stuff if the if the technology suddenly failed, but. Once you have been so conditioned to a certain behavior, a certain te- technology, a certain luxury, then mm-hmm. I then I don't know if people would be able to do that very easily. I think that there would be some people that would struggle with it, but I think, I mean, I think a lot of people underestimate the amount of people that would invite, not only invite that, because I don't know how, if you just go on YouTube, Peter, and type in living off the grid. I want all the listeners right now, if you're listening to this, go ahead and type it on YouTube once you get the chance, once you're done listening to this episode. Go and watch people living off the grid. There are people that are, like, literally all they do is they 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 just got to connect basic electricity and they run solar panels. They don't buy food from the grocery store. They live everything off of the land. 
The only thing they do is they sell something to be able to pay electrical bills to pay Wi-Fi. And again, if they didn't have any Wi-Fi, they'd be able to, again, survive because only thing they use Wi-Fi for is entertainment. Now, I mean, again, there's like, there's just, that's just one community of people living off the grid that's just, I mean, there's more than just these people posting YouTubes about it. You know what I'm saying? There's people that are actually doing this, not posting YouTubes videos about it. There's, I get, I get what you're saying. Like our generation, our generation and the generation below us are so accustomed to technology that it's going to be difficult to get off the teat. But I think, like, I mean, people for me, like, me example, I want to own my own farm. So I would, like, encourage the opportunity to go face-to-face with people and barter with my vegetables and my eggs and my chickens to be able to get something rather than have to work and be a slave for hours and hours and hours and try to get the same value for something, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I... I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not encouraging it again. I'm not encouraging it, but I'm saying like, I think people underestimate, I mean, you understand obviously like that humans don't need technology to survive and, uh, and obviously that like computers and cell phones and stuff like that have caused, uh, like just look, look at the trends in technology and look at the trend in depression and in yeah. and, and mental mental illnesses in society. So I mean like there's there's definitely a coalition there whether or not like whether or not there it's one causes the other, I'm not saying that, but I, I'm saying there's like there's de- like you can't deny you can't tell me that a decrease in human connectivity person to person has caused some of this mental illness that we see within our generation and the generation after us. Yeah, and I think, I, and I think I, that's why I, I don't mean to cut you off, but just to finish up my point, no and I think that's why you think, and a lot of people think that people couldn't do it. I think those gener- that generation, they, a lot of people needed to discover their inner skills. And I think that's why a lot of people are upset. And I think that if there is this great reset or if there is this wipe out of the internet and everything goes dark for a little bit that these people are going to have to find themselves and find what am I good at? What do I like to do? I think it's just going to be an overall good thing for, first of all, to personal discovery for these people. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it's like a kick in the gut. They kind of need it. Again, I'm not praying for I'm not hoping for I hope that they get it organically without having the world to collapse. But it is what it is. I just think... I just think that people will be able to survive. Humanity will be able to survive without technology, I should say. Within millennials and even the generation after us, mm-hmm. there is, I don't, I don't know if it's 10% or 15% or 20%, but there is a minority of, of those generations who have kind of a, you know, what you might call an old soul who don't, uh, you know, fall, fall, Fall in line with the, you know, stereotypes of their of their of their generation. So I think those people would be fine. A lot of people would probably ride either ride off the backs of those people, or, you know, like they're just like what what's going to happen is people people have to develop skills, and if they don't develop skills, as unfortunate as it is to say, they're going to either perish or just be they're going to be the poor people, you know. Yep. Yep. And it's people are going to have to develop some skills and whether it's not like, you know, and it might not be. And again, technology could play a part in it. It could go the opposite way. They could it could be like you got to be good on radio. You know what I'm saying? You got to be good with editing radio, producing radio. I don't necessarily think it. I don't necessarily think it's just just going to be an Internet blackout. I just whatever the new world order is, I just think I just think that they are underestimating the human ability to adapt. I think in general, in our culture, there is a major... People love the ability to... I mean, people are obsessed with underestimating the the, the, the ability to, to adapt. I, I agree with that 100%. I also think there's a dangerous trend in our culture in terms of... There is a desire now in our culture to to medicalize, um, you know, to, to, to turn into a medical condition every... You know, every negative feeling. Yeah, every negative fe- feeling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sad, so I'm depressed. I got depression. I need to go get 
antidepressants. And again, and not to cut you off, just this point, the doctors are making money off those drugs. Continue. Again, generally, we as in you know society used to think that you know one of the best cures you know for people that are feeling depressed is to with people who who have known you for a long time surround yourself with you know surround yourself with people who you know who are going to support you and and you know through tr- traditional human interaction and instead we su- surround ourselves with we surround ourselves with a bunch of people we don't know through a computer screen and then we say well the best way to fix this is by visiting a doctor you know or getting medicated i do agree with you that there is an underestimation in terms of people's ability to adapt to speaking personally i mean my my entire life is essentially adapting my entire life is essentially you know to summarize it in 15 seconds it's essentially you live in a world that is not designed for for you so figure it out you know yeah that is crazy i mean that uh, yeah that's crazy so 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 when it comes to so when it comes to ad- adapting you're talking you're talking to you're talking to a hall a hall of famer in adapting okay so yeah i know i i know of i know about people I know about humans' ability to adapt, you know, <laughs> and so, and so I, and so I believe in that. But I also have seen that a lot of that a lot of society does not believe in that. True, you I, have traveled more than me, and I've run into that on, on. I'm not, I'm not going to throw any individual people under the bus, but I've run into that on job interviews, you know, when I'm, tra- when I'm traveling, and so. I agree. I, I agree that human beings have have a tremendous ability to adapt. I don't necessarily have much much faith in the ability of our fellow citizens to believe in that adaptability. If that makes sense. Yeah, like for them to see it. Yeah, I, that's what I. That's what I was saying earlier. I think it would take something like this in order for them to see that it's possible because. One of the best things is in order to change the world, you get, you're not going to ever be able to change the world, but you can change yourself. You know what I'm saying? And changing yourself, you can change the people around you because they see the change in, that you made in yourself. So either they're going to think, I got to change myself or like, let me be more like that. Let me be like, like, less like that. And that is how you start changing the world around you. And that is how the world starts changing. You know what I'm saying? And once enough people start doing that, once enough people... Once enough people change themselves, then the world will start changing. You know what I'm saying? So enough people are going to have to adapt to a world without technology or a world where we don't rely on the government or a world where, where, a world where individuals are more indiv- more self-reliant, but as a collective. Yeah. Like, like you, we don't want just with less government. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what it is. You know, one of the things that really frustrates me when I when I... When I talk to people, a variety of topics, whether whether it be me trying to figure out an accessibility issue, whether it be an audio issue, um, you know that I'm tr- that I'm trying to resolve. Mm-hmm. I, you know, pe- people, people, when there's an issue, people so often, you know, they waste time by listing, you know, by listing what the obstacles are. And sometimes I just stop people and I say, if you don't have a solution, you know, if, if you don't have a solution to tell me, then you're just wasting my time and your breath, you know? It's like, yeah. like I don't need someone to tell me how difficult they think it will be for me to travel, okay? I know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's like, if you don't have a solution to offer to whatever the problem is, then, 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 then you're wasting my time because I'm going to figure out a solution and I want to find. I want to associate with people who are who are solution based and and not just and don't just immediately come to me and say, uh, you know, you know the problem is, you know the problem is A B C D E F and you know, like like I know that, but you're wasting time telling me stuff I already know. You know. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. So. We just need. We just. I mean, because both of us obviously are on the same page on that point. We just need more people to take that mentality. And I guess we, we just disagree whether or not people will be able to do that. 
I suppose. Yeah. Again, like, yeah, we, but me and you have the mentality, but yeah. I just, like, I mean, I, I think to me, as a sign, to my point, I feel like that's a sign that more people will be like that because me and you are doing, me and you are like that. You know what I'm saying? Here's clip number two of What You Say. What the fuck did they just say? What did she say? Do you agree with Justice Ginsburg that there are physical differences between men and women that are enduring? Um, Senator, respectfully, I am not familiar with that particular quote or case, so it's hard for me to... Okay. Comment as to whether. All right. I'd love to get your your opinion on on that, and you can submit that. Do you interpret Justice Ginsburg's meaning of men and women as male and female? Again, because I don't know the case, I don't know how I interpret it. I need to read the whole thing. Okay. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N- not in okay. this context. So I'm you not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, People make arguments, and I look at the right. law, and I well, well, I okay. I wanted to, I wanted to play, I wanted to play that whole thing just to be I'm fair. I'm half tempted to run upstairs and go get my dictionary. I'm not even kidding. I, I was gonna be like Peter, play this again while I go get my dictionary. Okay, yeah, I, well, because because uh, well, I was gonna, I wanted to know what and what she meant by what exactly what definition she was trying to use when she was using enduring when she was questioning her. Well, and then I, and then when she said define, can you define a woman? And I was, and she's like, I can't. And I'm like, you can't define a woman. Well, okay. First, first of all, for a little context for those who don't know, and 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 I thought you could kind of kind of tell this, but I I know I didn't set up that clip, so that was that was a question at the at the confirmation hearing of of uh, Joe Biden's uh, new Supreme Court justice. Katandi Brown Jackson. She's she is going to be confirmed to be a justice on the Supreme Court. I wonder if she knows how many times Joe Biden said then we're you know because at the beginning of this at the beginning of this uh, 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 confirmation process, Joe Biden said that he was. I mean, he literally said that he was going to select a black woman, right? Yeah. He said he wasn't going to consider anyone else except for black females. And she's but, a black female. But is she though? If she can't even define what a, what what a female is, what know? a woman is, who's who's to say that she is? Because she, she just told you that she can't define it. So you know, yeah, that's true. So so how does she know that? She, so <laughs> yeah. so how, so how does she know that she's a black woman if she can't define the word? And I mean, two, and I'll play a little devil's advocate here, a little devil's advocate. She said, in this context, I can't define what a woman what a woman is. Well, yeah, and and to be fair, that that's why I wanted to play that whole clip. I didn't want to cut it off in a, in a way that because because I did because I did want to play the part where she said, um, where she said, as a judge, you know, you're, I I get I get the point. I get the point that as a judge, your your job is to kind of interpret the mean, interpret the meaning of words and definitions um, in certain cases. But but I mean, like okay, you know, she, one of the things she said there was, "I'm not a biologist, so I don't know the the definition of the word woman," and and that's like. But if you think about it, that's like someone saying, "I'm not a mechanic, so I don't know the definition of the word car." You know. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there, there are certain things, there are certain things that everyone shouldn't, 
there are certain things that... Or could know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, capability of knowing you can... You have the capability of knowing what the definition of a woman is because, one, you are a woman, and two, there's dictionaries available. Right, and, and just, the, I mean, if I... It, I again, if I, if, I were, if I were to sit... If I were... Like, like and even if you... But what if the... Uh, again, to speak devil's advocate, yeah. don't mean to cut you off, but what if she's... What if the case is, like... A trans kills another well, trans. Well, well, yeah, that a trans a trans woman kills a trans man. Well, well yeah, you know that, that's the re- that's the reason she was, you know, that's the reason she was hedging it is because she wanted to, you know, be, um, in, you know, be, uh, you know, very very careful about the whole about about the whole tr- trans thing. But the fact the, the the fact that you can't even say, yeah. A woman is, you know, a woman is a person who is a biological female with, 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 you know, with, with female reproductive organs, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, and again. Like I said, I was half tempted to run up and get the dictionary just because, but I'll save the, I'll save well, first editing and second time. If you want to do, if you want to do that, I'll play it one more time. No, you, it's okay. It's okay. If you have, if you, if you have, I mean, a, the, I have a dictionary. Okay. Or yeah, I, I just, I, I'll just listen. We don't have to do it. You can, I mean, you okay. can literally just, you can. Although I, the reason, the only reason I don't, the only reason I want to run up and get the dictionary is because I know that Google, like, who knows what Google's yeah, de- definition I mean, says I nowadays. Mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Google, obviously, Google. Is you know Google is changing the definition of uh, yeah. you know of so certain words. Yeah. When you when you if listeners all of our cool OG listeners they have dictionaries at home they can look up what the definition of a woman is yeah, and it, in their own dictionary. But if you look it up online, who knows what it says nowadays? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, let me let me play let me um, play. I, I think I've got a couple more here. Let me find it. He presented all. Oh, okay. All right. So. Um, all right, so th- so this so this line of questioning from the Supreme Court, ju- from the Supreme Court justice to be, uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson, uh, she's been under fire um, from some Republicans because um, she has a history of being very soft on, um, on, be- on being very soft on people who ha- who have uh, committed crimes involving child pornography. Download, downloading and and obtaining uh, child pornography, and I'm going to play a couple of clips that she said on that in response to that, and then I want to make a point about what she says. He presented all of his diplomas and certificates. She, she, I'm sorry. She's t- she's talking about a specific case, and sh- she was asked basically, why did you give this guy such a light sentence? Because because she. Because almost all of her, almost all of her sentences, um, when it came to child pornography cases, have been below, have been below the, um, like below the below the federal guidelines. You know, uh, judges have discretion, and she has she has repeatedly gone below the federal guidelines on child pornography cases. And this was her response in one particular case. He presented all of his diplomas and certificates and the things that he had done and argued consistent with what I was seeing in the record that this particular defendant had gotten into this in a way that was I thought inconsistent with some of the other cases that I had seen part of what a judge is doing as required by Congress is Thinking about this case, thinking about unwarranted sentencing disparities, that's in the statute, other cases, other determinations that a judge may have made about this. I don't remember in detail this particular case, but I do recall it being unusual. Okay, so that was, I'm sorry, that wasn't the, that, that, that wasn't the clip that I, that I thought, that I thought it was going to be, but, but she, but but then she basically to kind of summarize it. She also talks about how how easily um, 
that a, a lot of the a lot of a lot of the laws that were, that were written when it comes to child pornography were were written when people were obtaining stuff like that through the mail and not the internet. And she said, "Oh, but it's so easy for pe- for people to accidentally get child pornography." Dude, how? She she she. How is it so easy she, to accidentally? She she essentially and I'm let me let me let me find the clip because I don't want to because I don't want to mischaracterize it. Um, but. But it's fair to say she essentially said it's so much easier now to get child pornography that she feels bad for some of the people that do because because it's so easy to accidentally get child pornography, which is just ridiculous. I mean, if you're talking about pornography, like, like you know, normal adult pornography, mm-hmm. and you're saying it's, it's so easy to find pornography, yeah, I mean... It, uh, it's 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 easy to find pornography, but if you're looking for you know, child, it's, it's disgusting to even say. But if you're looking for child pornography, that's you have to be really sick and actually looking for that. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah, yeah. That's one of those things where a criminal is going to find a criminal is going to do what a criminal wants to do take the, take the fucking guns away. Right, you know and she and she wants... So and again, she has a history of going light on those things. So that's why I'm, that's why I'm bringing this up. Let me see if I can find this. The guideline was based originally on uh, a statutory scheme and on directives, specific directives by Congress at a time in which more serious child pornography offenders were identified based on the volume based on the number of photographs that they received in the mail. And that made totally total sense before when we didn't have the internet, when we didn't have distribution. But the way that the guideline is now structured based on that set of circumstances is leading to extreme disparities in the system because it's so easy for people to get volumes of this kind of material now. By computers. I'm sorry. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. I don't mean she's not outright saying that, but she's like, it's just so easy for them to get it now that we got to update these rules. And I, I mean, maybe maybe that's what she's trying to say. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I see. Maybe she's trying to say that, like, like, yeah. I mean, I. I it's a very slippery slope, bro, because anyone that – I don't trust anyone that does minimum below anything on pedophiles. Dude. I think if you're a pedophile, you should get hung from a fucking tree in the village square, and we should all witness it and have some popcorn. That's just what – that's just my personal yeah. opinion. Now, I do, I do think – now, again, to play to play, to play uh, devil's advocate. I'm, fa- I'm only favored death penalty in that case. Yeah, and to be to – be, to be fair and, and to play and to play and to play devil uh, dev, uh, devil's devil's advocate here again, this is kind of why I wanted to like I didn't just want to play like five like five sen- like five seconds and one sentence. I wanted to play her kind of explanation of it, which I did there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I want to be fair about it. Um, but I. See, I could kind of understand that argument when it comes to certain cases, um, on like when it, like like the sex offender registry, for example. Okay, like mm-hmm. some people, like some people end up on the sex offender registry because they because the because the and and there have been cases like this. Some people end up on the sex offender registry because they really had to take a piss. And 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 they went into a corner somewhere, and they thought they were in a private area, and someone saw them, you know, taking taking a piss, you know. Um, th- there have been cases where a person is on the sex offender registry because they simply exposed themselves to take a piss, you know, somewhere, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's people that are on the sex offender sex offender registry because their underage girlfriend just yeah. 
turned on them. You yeah, know? and there are yes. And Not that that's the majority of people, but I mean, I personally know someone. Yeah, so there there are there are great there are great. Er- Not a friend of mine, but there are gray areas. Someone that, someone that I know. There are gray areas there, of, but, but but I just wanted I just wanted to. I just wanted to play those because I think those are important sound bites coming from someone who's about to be on the Supreme Court. Um, yeah. Because yeah, no, it's just uh, someone who doesn't know the definition of woman, and who has, and who's at least sympathetic towards child pornography uh, possessors. Um, at the very, at the very least, questionably punishes them. This is going to be Kamala Harris. This is a just kind of a lighter thing. You know, this this kind of goes back to what we played last week in terms of, uh, you know, where she said, "Imagine a future," you know, uh, and and she just added a bunch of words that didn't make sense. Remember that she's like talking about nothing, right? Talk about something, but she's talking about nothing, right? He, here's oh, a, I can't wait. What did she say? The governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here, and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time. Right, the significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. What the... So, I hate this bitch, dude. I literally hate this bitch. So... It, listen, the, do you know what doublespeak is, Pete? The passage of time is really important. Did you know that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The significance of passage of time. Do you want but, me to play that again? Yeah, go ahead. The governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time. Right, the significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. The passage of time is very important. Like I get what she's saying at the end there, like a day in the life of our children is significant when it comes to the passage of time, but like she can't even articulate. I literally articulated that in four words better than she yeah. can in fucking 90. Yeah. She repeated herself 20 fucking times. Yeah. And she's running. She, she has a say in what the fuck happens in this country. Insane. Speaking, speaking, speaking of the passage of time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the people's podcast. I'm your host, Jordan McClure. Uh, Peter, you got uh, any last, last things to say? Uh, uh, yes, I do. Uh, go Miami. Um, yeah. Go Miami. Go Candace. And yeah. <laughs> Candace. Go yeah, Duke. Candace. Oh, definitely go Duke. Definitely, Ooh. definitely, definitely go blue. Go blue. Go. Even though I think I got them. No, I got them winning this week. I got them losing in the final in the elite eight. I'm just and kidding. hide your kids, hide your wives, and hide your masseuse. Because Sean Watson's yeah. in town. Hi, Jim yeah. Take uh, it away, Mr. President. America isn't easy. America is advanced citizenship. You've got to want it bad. Because it's going to put up a fight. It's going to say, you want free speech? Let's see you acknowledge a man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage and advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. You want to claim this land is the land of the free? Then the symbol of your country cannot just be a flag. The symbol also has to be one of its citizens exercising his right to burn that flag in protest. Now show me that. Defend that. Celebrate that in your classrooms. Then you can stand up and sing about the land of the free.